Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. And we've got a special guest. She plays for the North Sydney Bears Harvey Norman Premiership women's team. She also has played for New South Wales and the Jillaroos. She's Lacey Shields. Thank you for joining us today. And how are you going? Thanks for having me, CJ. I'm doing well. Um, thanks for the opportunity to come and talk to you. I oh, know. All good. Thank you. I mean, you could have said no. And so that's so, <laughs> like that's how it is. You could have said no. I, so I thank think, you. Yeah, I don't think many girls would say no to having the opportunity to talk all things footy. So um, yeah, that's it, eh? That's it. Um, so, I mean, let's address the elephant in the room, the Bears. And they're, they're in the finals. It's the grand final qualifier coming up to, uh, tomorrow. Um What's the vibe around the team and how's it all going for you guys so far? Uh, the vibe is really, really good. Um, obviously, coming off the back of two wins, the, um, the standards are set really high for the girls. Uh, I'm not going to say we're overconfident, but we are pretty confident in our structure. Um, the girls are really getting around each other. Um, and you know what? We're just really enjoying footy and having the opportunity to actually be able to play. Um, given the current environment with um, coronavirus. So, yeah. yeah it, it's really good. We're really positive. Um, you know, we've worked all season on our culture and it's like, it, it's one big family. So, yeah, very positive. No, that's awesome. Um, and you guys have captain's run, obviously, because it's the day before the game. Um, do you reckon they're going to, like, you know, take it to you at, at training tonight or do you reckon it'll be like a light sort of session? Um, we generally have a light session for captain's run, but... Um, we do a little quirky thing where we have um, fun stop Friday, so uh, for our captain run. Yeah. So it'll be a light session, but it'll be just working on our structure and, and ensuring that the girls know their role um, come tomorrow. Now that'd be cool. That'd be, I mean, let's hope it's not fun sock Friday tomorrow and someone rocks up in Macca's socks or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> now nah, that's awesome. Um, and obviously talking about your footy, um, you've played for the Jillaroos, which is the pinnacle of women's rugby league in Australia, and you've also played for New South Wales. Um, what was it like to play for the Jillaroos, first of all, you know, being able to pull on the green and gold? Um, I think you'll hear every player say this when they say there's nothing that compares to putting the green and gold on. So yeah, it is the pinnacle of, of um, where you want to be at uh, a sporting level. Um it was around 10 years ago that I did put on the uh, green and gold jersey, but I still remember to this day getting that phone call from Karen Stewart, the coach at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, at the time, were playing overseas. It was a New Zealand test match. It was against okay. Kiwi friends. And then... Um, they're, they're a big contender in, in the international... Yeah. G- yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, uh, and, and we hadn't beat them. Australia hadn't beaten the Kiwi ferns. Um, so we weren't... Uh, like at all, at, up, up, up to that point? Yeah, I think wow. it was a number of years that went by that... Um, they were a bogey the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, we went into another um, game against the Kiwi Maldi girls. Okay. Is, yeah, separate, so like a cultural... And they beat us. So, um, you know, <laughs> it was a it was a bit of a fun time. We lost a lot of girls to injury over there because um, we got put into a comp, uh, a local comp in uh, New Zealand. And I don't think uh, us uh, Aussie girls were quite used to the, the stature of some of the girls over yeah. there. No, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, as you said, it was 10 years ago, but hey, it's still, it's part of the Jillaroo's history. You are part of, you know, playing for Australia, which is amazing. And obviously switching over a little bit to um, New South Wales, obviously state of origin, um, in my opinion, if I were to be, you know, a professional footballer, I would set my sights on state of origin more than I would Australia. That, that's just me personally. Um, what what yeah. was it like pulling on the um, the sky blue jersey, running on there? And was there an intensity difference 
compared to playing in um, the, the Harvey Norman Premiership? Well, at the time, um, we didn't have the Harvey Norman Premiership back then. Okay. Um, yeah, it was sort of like the lower level club. So it, it, a similar pathway to what we've got in place now. So um, the pathway into it was set through the nationals and you get selected from, um, sorry, the country versus city, then you get a nationals and it was played in Queensland. Yeah. And then get selected um, to play State of Origin out of that comp. Um, but putting on the Sky Blues jersey, as you said, it's it probably now, um, <laughs> I guess, that to, to some girls, that, that state versus state is. Um, I know the Queenslanders get up for it <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> like, you bleed blue or you bleed red, you know. So it's like, it's a very competitive um, level. Mm-hmm. Um, even, um, even at the time that we played, uh, Queensland was still at their pinnacle of um, 10 years straight. Yep. Um, and I remember finally losing to them at least 30 seconds um, to go. And we made an error in our own half. And they um, capitalised on the back of that. And Tani Norris actually went in for the winning try. That, you know, that I'll never forget it. That's what it I always... <laughs> yeah, in, in, in every state of origin game, even if Queensland loses, Queensland always scores last in the game. It's 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 weird, but I love it. They are they're, they're so the structure, um, you know. And, and coming back to probably back then, New South Wales wasn't as established as um, as Queensland uh, was. And and I still feel um, uh, New South Wales is um, playing catch ups um, still to this day. They I'm are sure. definitely catching up though, because I think they won yeah. last year and the year before, didn't they? In, as yeah, in not, not just the men's, but I mean the women's as well. Yeah, but like around the, the women's comp and the structure of how um, uh, Queensland have operated, they've always had a really strong um, yeah. structure in their approach. To that would probably make sense as to why the Broncos women's team is doing so well at the moment as well. Yeah, that's another thing. And, and, and the fact that Queensland's so big that, you know, they've got so much... A talent pool, you've yeah. Got, you've got like regional girls and you've got your, you know, your state girls in there. So they, they've got... Um, Smallest sort of um, talented players up in here. Nah, that's fair. Um, speaking of the NRLW, um, do you have hopes to play in the NRLW one day? And if so, which team do you reckon you'd you'd you personally would fit in at best? Um, look, I'd be silly to say no to a, a an NRLW contract, um, you know, because that's the pinnacle of the sport at the moment. So, um, and unfortunately, we've only got four clubs in the, in the comp. Um, which I'd love to see grow even more. I'd love to see at least um, two more in the next few yeah. years. Yeah, look, uh, word on the street is Bulldogs are putting in. Um, I've, yeah, I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, and that was for my local cafe. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> um, fingers so, crossed. Yeah, so unconfirmed, unconfirmed, but word on the street, literally. Mm. Um, but if I was to choose a club um, where I'd fit in, uh, I definitely don't want to play for a Queensland team. <laughs> I would. I'm, I'm a Queenslander <laughs> through and through. <laughs> If they offered me one, I wouldn't say no. But um, yeah, look, uh, I'd love to play alongside um, Holly Wheeler because uh, yep. we we grew up together. So um, and we've ne- we were meant to actually play our first uh, footy together this year, and unfortunately due to her injury, yeah, um, you know she was ruled out for this season. So um, you know, and and Daniel Lacey, uh, the coach of the Dragons, are sort of cross paths with him. Um, so you reckon the dragons? Yeah, I reckon the dragons. And you know what? I work for Westpac, so it kind of goes. Onto them, so you know. <laughs> it all it all go hand in hand. I mean, dragons. Yeah. If you're listening, sign her up for NRLW. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, honestly, that's awesome. Um, 
Now, switching back to a bit of your grassroots, did you always play rugby league growing up, or was it like any sport you could get your hands on and everything in between? Um, look, I played any and every sport. Um, people used to say that I was, even though it was my first crack at the sport, I'd really excel in it. Um, I was just a natural um, sport anyway. But I did play rugby league for the Tari Red Rovers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my junior rugby league club. Um, and that was obviously up until uh, around um, 10 or 11 to the girls. Um, yeah. didn't play no more. But then I went over to soccer and I become a representative soccer player. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, then, and then uh, even uh, then my brother was playing indoor cricket at the time. So I went over and said, oh, I want to play indoor cricket. So then the guys, one of the guys at the center said, why don't you try out for the state team? And you um, made the state so went, team, I'm yeah, guessing? Yeah, I made the shadow player and then I got called up because um, someone got injured. Wow. And then I went and played state for indoor cricket. But then when I was uh, when I went away to South Australia, I actually got selected for the Australian team. Um, in so, so you not yeah. just the Jillaroos, but you played indoor cricket for Australia, <laughs> everything. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And um, and because of that selection in the Australian team, uh, funnily enough, Boyd Cordner. Cordner and He's I from Tari as well. Yeah, and we were nominated for the Mayor Tari Mayor's Award together, and I was like, "Of course, he's going to get it." Like, yep. And we were really, really young then, so and look at where he is now. So it's really, really good to see um, Tari sports people really thriving. Um, mm. Exactly, and honestly, yeah, to have that connection as well with Boyd and all that jazz, you know, because Tari is not gonna lie, a really small <laughs> town. It is a tiny yeah. town, like, um, and yeah. so to see so much, you know. Um, talent you could say come from there such as yourself such as Boyd and unfortunately Boyd's cousin but even he had a massive amount of um a massive amount of talent you know it's great it's so great to see I can tell you now there's um probably four I can count four former jewelrys that are four four jewelrys that are from Tari that's Holly Wheeler Mm -hmm. uh, Kylie Lambert or Kylie Hilda they call it now uh, and um Ashley uh, Acorn. Yep, and and uh, yourself, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, and myself. So you know, we're actually um, good stats coming out of Tari for the women's footy. That's that's so <laughs> great, and also it, it's, it's so the country footy. I was going to say it's, it's also great for women's country footy as well. Yeah. You know, like let, let me put this way: next city country game, it's going to be a stacked country country team. You know, you guys are going to absolutely own like four yeah. or five people will be from Tari. That'll be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who was your um, inspiration and, you know, idol to, you know, really pursue rugby league? Um, I think, look, it's going to probably sound cliche, but my brother was probably my biggest influence to, um, to play rugby league. Um, everything that he did, I wanted to do. I was like his little shadow. And, <laughs> um, you know, the cricket thing, you know, I wanted to go do it because he was going to go, he was playing. So, um, yeah, my brother, uh, he ended up being fun, obviously, the, um the club back in Tari, I think it was uh, the Bulls and the Pirates, but mm-hmm. um, he also played um, up until he was 30-something for um, Norell and Jets. Oh, yep. So, but he's now not playing footy anymore because of injuries and, you know, he's sort of just sticking to cricket because uh, it does take its toll. But, yeah, he's, he's probably my biggest influence. So. No, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> did you follow a rug- an NRL team growing up as a kid? Yes, yeah, so I actually, weirdly enough, I follow the Parramatta Eels. And okay. I'm the only one out of my family that uh, follow the Parramatta Eels. They're all uh, Dragon supporters. Okay. Uh, I actually uh, went to a raffle uh, last last year or the year before, and I won a big uh, 
St. George Dragons jersey from 2018 jersey. Okay. And I have it in my bedroom just to spite my family. <laughs> <laughs> like they could be like, nah, give it to me. We're the Dragons yeah, fans. Yeah. Like, you don't even go to them. I was like, oh, it's yeah. just because I want it and it's to spite you guys. <laughs> yep. No, that's great. Um, now, was that... Um, was that during the Eels, like, 09 run? Or was it, uh, like, when did you start, you no, know? I've, I've, I've always followed um, the Eels. I had a, my bedspread was the Eels. I think I just loved the colour, the yep. blue and yellow. As you, it, I was going to say, yeah, it, it is a great colour scheme. <laughs> um, but uh, I think also because I really loved Nathan Hindmarsh and the fact that he was, like, a workhorse. He really like, was. You yeah. know, honestly, yeah. in, in my opinion, um, I, I think this list came out, I mean, as in the fan votes and all that, but, like, he is definitely in the top three captains to never win a premiership, in my opinion. Like, as in, as in, in the sense of he deserved one so much. You know, him, Andrew Eddinghausen, and I, I don't know who else, but those two are definitely in the top three of captains to unfortunately yeah, never and, win and a grand final. And he, and he cops it. He, you know, even the, you know, I mean, he got his silverware last year if you count Legends of League. Yeah, yeah true, true. So, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I just, I just feel. Some of them you just feel for them. They go their whole career, like 13 years and nothing. So, yeah. But, I mean, uh, and speaking of grand finals, you've got the qualifier on Saturday at Leichhardt. So anyone who's, um, you know, listening or watching to this, watching this, because this will come out, like, sometime this afternoon, head down there. Tickets are only 10 bucks, cheap as chips, and you can have chips while you're there. Why not? It's going to be a great day. Um, what advice do you have for any kids, um, young girls, young guys, whoever, who would love to make it to the elite part of whatever sport they're playing? Um, I guess I'll stick to the the young girls because, you know, in, in light of uh, women in league round. For sure. Um, my advice, yeah, my advice would be just give it a go. If you're interested in playing and you're not sure about getting into the full um, physicality of the game, there are other pathways to learn the fundamentals. I can even name a few, few girls that are coming off with um, strong touch background. Yeah, Nita. Maynard yeah. is... is yeah. And, no, 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 not Nita. Um, Tyler. Tyler Gamble, yeah. that's the one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tyler Gamble, top try scorer in Harvey Norman um, Premiership um, top. So you've got uh, Dibsy, Kira Dibs. They all come off from um, touch backgrounds. And, you know, so uh, Isabel Kelly was another one that comes from touch background. So, yeah, look, if you're... If, especially if um, parents are worried about um, their young girls going into playing, you know, they're not playing against the boys anymore. They, they actually have enough following and um, to have a whole season and teams of girls, so or, or ladies. So um, just go down to your local, or hit your local club up um, and see if they're going to put in a team um, for twenty twenty. And if they're not, um, force a team to be made. Find people yeah, to make a team. Yeah, and you know what? If not, bears are starting to come come over. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then become into the feeder team for the bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um what what is your current binge on Netflix that you're watching at the moment? Oh look, um I have a few. Mm-hmm. Um but I have we've just finished watching um Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um but I love documentaries. So there's oh, one that's same. the world's most yeah. I love the world's most wanted. I've watched um, the Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, oh yep, yep. Pretty full on. Um, but yeah, I, I've got a few things. I, I like. I do like sci-fi things and like uh, magical, uh, weird things. Um, so like a vampire diaries. Uh, type... Pardon? Yeah, like yeah, like the orders. Another one. Um, I don't know, like werewolves and. Um, yeah, so like Teen Wolf and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah, 
there's another one on there. I can't remember. Yeah, I've, I've got heaps going. So I'm not allowed to watch any without my partner, though, because, you know, it's that's against the rules. Okay, yep, um, yep. How about separate ones that she doesn't like, that I like, so I start yeah. watching those ones. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a few going. <laughs> no, that's fair. Honestly, I, I think, I feel like anyone who doesn't have multiple binges going, at, like, you know, and, like, at, at once isn't, like, a person. <laughs> and, and, yeah, look, and at the moment, footy has just taken over yeah. my life. Like, at work, footy, uni, it's just, like, I've got no time for Netflix at the moment, so. <laughs> so when you do, it's, like, an episode here or there, but it's still of a current show that you're, you know, that that you're getting yeah. through the binge. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm just looking through my uh, list of stuff, finals, grassroots, other sports, Netflix. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Um... <laughs> I don't know. I think um, either be invisible or uh, you know, read people's minds or something. Oh, that'd be I'd, cool. I think I'd, yeah, I, I think I, maybe I don't want to know what people are thinking. <laughs> maybe mm. I'd just be invisible. I, I reckon invisible <laughs> because you could be a fly on the wall in like the board of selectors room sort of thing. Yeah. And you can be like, am I getting yeah, picked look. this week? <laughs> yeah. Just start writing things down. <laughs> Oh, yeah, literally in the pens <laughs> moving and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, there you go. Okay, um, how do you like your steak cooked? Ooh, medium rare, more on the rare side. Okay, yep, yep. Um, do you I speak... do, and I love steak, so mm. that's why I... Um... Like, I, I have at least three steaks a week, three steak well, meals a week. I'm on the keto, I'm doing keto, so it's all based around, you know, the, the meats and that, so yeah, I'm really actually... Um, because Woolies have just started the, the butcher style, I've been mm. getting those big tomahawks. <sighs> yeah, my, my favorite is a um, uh, Scotch fillet. You know, just th- three oh, three of those. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> speaking of meals, do you have a, a a ritual pregame meal on game day? I I do, but um, the meal is then minced up into a uh, smoothie Cause, style. Because so, keto. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, um, I do wake up. I have a, I have a really strong ritual in the morning. So I'll wake up. I'll take my dog around to the cafe. I'll get my triple shot espresso. Um, and then I'll come back and I'll make a big uh, fruit and veg smoothie, mm-hmm. um, which will be the only real thing that I'll consume before a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, head off to the game and then I just blare music all the way. And then you the, just pound the food yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, smash... Um, so bears actually have uh, pizzas pizza after the game, which is just like ah, after the game you just want a carb load, and that's the only. That's when I am um, sort of not on my kilos on the weekend because <laughs> after the game you just smashing the carbs and you know and maybe have a beer after. So yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, um, that's very that's very interesting because almost every like player that I've interviewed always has you know that pre-game not necessarily like the minute before the game or whatever but like that pre-game meal and it's usually either a big meal or it's something that like like a big shake or something like that and then they just donate for the rest of the day until the game and i mean i play oztag not nothing like um like no state or nothing but like even i have and it's like just a grassroots level like local comp and even i i I found that it throws me off if i don't if I eat throughout the day, I'd rather have one big, you know, big breakfast meal or something and then just pound the food afterwards after the game. I think it was just so, like, uh, uh, for me, it's um, I'm so full of, like, nerves. nerves and yep. And That's what it is. 
just got to force yourself to have something. So that was my only way to sort of, I can't eat a big meal. I have to have, like, I'll have a big, massive, like, it's got everything in it, like your strawberries, like, all the berries, and all, all like the cabbage, all the good stuff yep. into one. That's my, yeah, get all the nutrients. Plus a bit of like the, the, the protein powder and stuff mixed in with it, it everything. Yeah, a bit of that in there. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I think it's definitely the nerves that, um, you know, you yeah. don't feel. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, exactly. Like I have, I have a big meal just because I, I don't know why I just started it and I'm like, I can't not now, you know, I can't, like, I've, I've got, I can only have a big meal. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But, but it's not like one sock on and like, you know, have to have some, like tape on this wrist or whatever. And speaking oh, of so rituals, yeah, do you have any rituals? Yeah, that's a different story. So um, my game day ritual is I have to wear something pink. Okay. Um, don't hold it to me. It's usually uh, either pink undies or um, either uh, I've been wearing the pink uh, tights, uh, the compression things yep. lately. But yeah, usually something has to be pink. Okay. Um, has that yeah. always been a thing, even like way back in Utila Roos days? Yeah. So even um, either like something red, but because the bears red uh, wear red, so I was like, well, I've got to come up with another color. So it's not. It wasn't a. It wasn't back then in the jewelries, it was red. Okay. So now I've had to change my color to something, you know, it just has to be something color, colorful on the day. So okay. Well, I mean, how apropos this week because it's uh, women in league round anyway. So. Yeah, perfect fitting. Um, and I actually just got a mouth guard done the other day. Uh, Are mouth guards mandatory in uh, the women's game at the moment or no? No, and I don't even think they're mandatory in some of the lower grades either. So. Okay. So, yeah, I just, yeah, because. Yeah, as you There's plenty of girls that don't wear mouth guards, you know. I don't wear a mouth guard, but um, probably should. You know, I had a kid on the weekend, <laughs> had his tooth knocked out. So. Oh, I mean, and Joel Thompson, but even even Joel Thompson's yeah. tongue split, that was with a mouth guard. There's girls that have even knocked their teeth out with mouth guards in them. Mm. We've had to put them. I've, I've had I've had like cut gums for days, you know, with with mouth guards and stuff. It's honestly, yeah. I, I don't see. Like I get the whole, it saves the bottom teeth from whacking into your top teeth, but other than that, it does nothing, really. Yeah, and I pull horrible faces as it is, and it's about <laughs> ten times worse. Mm. Do you pull like Luke Rooney style faces? <laughs> as I go, they're, they're bracing for impact. <laughs> mm. uh, what's your favourite position to play on the field? Uh, well, I'm a front rower, so uh, you know you got you got your one job to do. Yeah, just break, run the line, and break through. Break them down. Just wear them down. Um, yeah. And look, when I first uh, started playing footy, I was a centre. Uh, and I quickly um, was told that you are not built as a centre. You need to go in. I was much stronger back then. I was probably 25 kilos uh, less than I am now. But they're like, um, you're, you're too tall. You're too big to be a centre. Whack yeah, in the like middle. You, second row, back in the middle. And then I played a lot in um, club level around... Uh, yeah. So, which I really love because you can do the pendulum. Um, yeah, you can do a bit of both, yeah. Yeah, but that's my favourite position is lock. Okay. I mean, yeah, because that, that's, yeah, as you said, the best of both worlds. It's a bit of it's a bit of a back row, but it's also a forward. So. Yeah. And look, I'm, I'm a bit, uh, you know, these days, uh, a bit unfit to be running those slides like a climber. Climber is. Yeah, <laughs> no. No, that's fair. Um, you, you're not Scott Sattler in the 2003 Grand Final sort of style. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else listed on one second. Bears, finals, routes. 
uh, other sports. Um, okay, I mean, um, as you said, your brother was, you know, the inspiration to get into rugby league, and you said, you you know, you played soccer, you played rugby league again up until about, you know, under 11s. What got you motivated to get back into rugby league, um, you know, when, when you're old enough to get into league again? Yeah, that's a good question because um, I was actually at a festival in um, a Mardi Gras uh, mm-hmm. fair day. Oh, yep, yep. A couple of yeah, yeah, fair day where they go and hand out a lot of sports. For, yep, um, they've got stalls for days. I've, I've been to fair day with my sister, yeah. Yeah, LGBTI-friendly um, fair day. where It's a, it's a great day. Yeah, they're fantastic. Bring your family and all that. Um, bring your dogs. Yeah, everything. Just bring <laughs> everything. Um, free. Uh, gold coin donation yeah. yeah i was at this i attended this fair day um and a couple of girls handed me a, a flyer to join the newtown jets oh wow um, yep yeah and i was like yeah i knew who they, the blue bags you know obviously you know growing up around free you know they're one of the teams along with the bears so i was like oh yeah i'll go and have a look um and that was in 2009 as well so it's sort of that that year um was all a big year for me that was when i made all the representative yeah, was that the year um, you made the Jillaroos or was it the year after? Yeah, yeah. So it was that year, it was 2009. Um, I was handed the, the flyers in February. So it was a quick turnaround and then wow. playing um, in, in September or October or whatever it was. But yeah, I was handed a flyer from the Intercount Jets. I went and um, signed up and started training with them. Um, and that's when I was playing in the centres because I had a lot of big goals um, when I was a lot older and younger back then. And then we went into sort of like the, back then you had to go into like a nines pond. And mm-hmm. then that's when they selected the city versus country. And at the time, the city versus country wasn't what it was today, where you actually selected country people. It was kind of like. It was that if you live in the city, country. but you're from the country, you qualify yeah. for both, sort of thing. Yeah, they didn't care. There was no criteria. So, um, yeah, you, you did a nines comp between a lot of the club teams, and mm-hmm. then you went out and. And then that way you got picked. Well, you either got picked or you didn't, sort of thing. Yeah. And then you went into the country city, went up to Queensland to play the nationals. Um, uh, and then out of the nationals, you get selected in the state of origin team. So yeah, it was a little bit different back then. Yeah, I was like, yeah, uh, that of crossed over now, but yeah, it wasn't. No, that's really cool. Um, yeah, it was called the Newtown Jetettes, by the way. It wasn't Jetettes. That's cool. Yeah, train down at Tempe. Oh uh, yep, no, that that's cool. Uh, the Jetettes. That's awesome. Are, are they still um are, are they still a team, but just not in the Harvey Norman at the moment? Or no, I don't think they have a team, uh, a women's team yet. However, I did see Norellan Jets have um, a, a young uh, women's team in there. Okay. Um, so yeah, but I haven't seen Newtown Jetettes uh, establish a team, but maybe that's on the cards. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. Get one in. Yeah, get one in for sure. Um and. Yeah. I guess you could say closing the interview slash chinwag out. Um, whenever you do retire, hopefully it's not anytime soon, um, do you see yourself um, maybe getting into a coaching type role at the North Sydney Bears or in, or in general at a NRLW club or in, like trying to stay uh, like amongst the girls and keep the, the wonderful women's sport of rugby league, you know, ever growing? Yeah, look... Um... I guess every player sort of, you know, wants to stay in and around footy as much as they can, even during injury, you try mm. and uh, stay in and around footy. Um, but yeah, look, I have given coaching a, a crack in the past, although I was too um, hungry to get back out there myself, so I ended up being a coach player. Um, so I didn't end up being a good coach because I was playing. Captain so, coach, yep, yep. Yeah, so I, I wanted to, yeah, I definitely want to get in and around footy. Um, I'm 
you know, for the likes of you know, Lisa Fiola and um, Karen Stewart, um, you know, they're all big um, inspirations to me. So, yeah, I definitely want to sort of contribute um, back to the game that's given so much to me. Yeah. Um, so, um, and, and as a player, you always want to um, leave things better than you found it. And, mm. and that's what all these girls are doing now. So, um, and it's really good that so many young girls have these opportunities to look up to athletes like uh, Wheeler and Samayama, um, Bremner, all those type of girls. And, and it's really good just to have those um, players, but also the foundation players that are mm. hanging out with the uh, Yeah, I definitely want to give it a crack and, and be um, involved as much as I can in my retirement. No, that's awesome. Um, and that about more or less wraps it up. That's basically everything I had listed and even some extras. Um, so... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say thank you very much, um, and I'll get you on at, at the end of the season. Hopefully, it's one more week longer for you guys. <laughs> um, Hopefully, I'm still wearing the the winning whatever it is. Yeah. Get. Yep. Holding the cup, I might even have the cup holding the yep. cup. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll get you on again at the end of the season to talk. You know, <laughs> a, a season wrap up of of the Bears uh, Harvey Norman Premiership. Um, what I was going to say, so I've just I'm just about to click the stop recording. Um, and basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to edit it today.